Hey guys, and welcome to what is a brand new podcast, a brand new episode, and a brand new, completely brand new podcast. So this is going to be renamed What The Fitness, and the purpose and sole drive of this podcast is to answer questions that you guys have got as to, is this bullshit, is this true, is it fact, is it fiction, like what is the case here, from an evidence-based point of view, and... Well, most of the time, let's be honest, from an unbiased, but of course, would be a little bit biased in there. But from an unbiased standpoint, what is the case with X, Y, and Z? So in today's episode, I wanted to um, pretty much go through how to really get stronger glutes, how to improve your glutes in terms of aesthetics and what are some do's and don'ts. I have done a podcast episode in the past on this, touching on it, but let's just update it. Let's just get some fresh new information in there and let's just get some new value for you guys so before i crack on thank you for again tuning back in if you have been listening for a while thank you for your continued listening support you know i do this for free it's a great platform to come on and it's a great platform to have you listening to whether you are doing cardio walking doing some chores whichever um but the the sole purpose of this podcast in general is to help demystify bullshit that you do see in the fitness industry because it's absolutely right with it. But without any favour ado, glutes. So when it comes to glutes, it's a bit of a buzzword in the industry right now because everyone wants to have stronger glutes, whether it's to, for, you know, get a bigger booty in general, to help with performance because believe it or not, it does really help with performance. But when it comes to glutes and growing them, what is the case? How do you get stronger glutes? Well, the most com- common mistakes I see is people only train them once a week. That's the first first thing I can I can get at pretty much is ha- is when you expect to get something stronger, when you are wanting to improve on something, the easiest and first thing you should do is in- increase your frequency at it. So. If you want to get better at running, you increase your frequency. You know, if you run only once per week, let's try and run twice, and so on and so forth. But when it comes to training glutes, train them more than once a week. Train different movements and split them up into different days. For example, I've just recently changed my training into pretty much a whole leg dominant phase. So, you know, on one day, maybe do some hip hinge movements, do some stiff leg deadlift, and do some um, single leg glute, glute hip thrusts, do some abductor work on one day, do hack squats with you know single leg hip thrusts on the next day, just split up your variations. That's the easiest and best way for me to try and get to you guys is to do is to increase your frequency straight off the bat. So that's number one. Number two is train with weight. Like so many people are afraid to train with weight, whether that is increasing and progressive overload. Now, when it does come to adding weight on the bar, I always love, I think it's Sebastian Oreb saying, um, you have to earn the right to put weight on the bar. And that is phenomenal in this day and age because it does teach you to be disciplined with your weight to make sure it is good form and it does feel right in execution and you can then put weight on the bar. Even with a straight barbell, I always say to clients, in the right to put weight on the bar. And again, they always do. So my next 
My next point is number two is going to be to train with weight. Tra train to get stronger at that movement. So let's talk about the one everyone likes. It's the hip thrust. Okay, hip thrust is a brilliant, brilliant exercise. But again, it's not the only one that can get done. Hip thrust, if you do, let's say 40 kilograms at 20 kilo bar with two templates either side, let's say if you do 40 kilograms on one week for a set of 12, and that set of 12 is, you know, the engagement's higher and everything looks good, it feels good, and you're pretty confident on that weight. Let's try and get a little bit heavier. Let's try and go for 45 or 50 kilos. And again, don't be making massive jumps. You know, don't be doing 12 reps on an, on one weight and then just thinking, okay, cool, let's just double that weight and go for two. That's not how it works, okay? We wanna achieve something called hypertrophy of the muscle. We wanna be working at the minute with building a lot of muscle tissue as well, working with them in rep ranges of about eight to 12, okay? Yes, we can add in a lot more of a strength-based phase, so going a bit lower in repetitions, but vary your movements, vary your rep ranges, vary your exercises as well, but keep them in the same structure and keep doing them week in, week out. Number three, number three ties in perfectly with number two, don't change your routine every week, don't change your program every single week. Cool there's gonna be a possibility you're going to gain muscle and gain strength by doing different things each week. Okay, cool, yeah. You're gonna be adding a little bit of muscle tissue because why wouldn't you? You're still training the muscle. But it's a lot more effective and a lot more guaranteed to develop easier, to get the movement easier, to get the, the weight more, to progress better at that movement. It's a lot more handy if you do keep the same routine every week. It's bizarre the way people do hop, skip, and jump and expect them to get stronger at that movement. So, you know, if you do a sumo deadlift or a conventional deadlift on one day, just keep keep to that routine. Keep to that same routine. Then you can really concentrate on getting stronger at that movement. You can do the accessory movements around that and just make sure you are sticking to that each week. You know, if you see a plateau in your performance, maybe, again, your other recovery variables and modalities are off, you know, sleep, nutrition, hydration, all of these, these other things do matter as well. But programming, make sure you are sticking to the same sort of program each week. And if you aren't progressing in that program, it is, again, a telltale sign that one of the other modalities is off. Okay, so that's, again, ties in perfectly. Number four is recovery. Make sure you do recover. Make sure you do have rest days and rest periods and actually do recover. So you'll know if your recovery is off or bad or quite crap because you'll just feel tired. You'll, you'll get crap quality sleep. Your moods is everywhere and even your heart rate availability, your HRV, will be very, very high. Sorry, very, very low. So when your HRV, heart rate variability, is low, that's the, HRV is the time between heartbeats, like the beat to beat. When that is low, that signifies a, a sympathetic nervous system response. So you're quite 
stressed. Your your body is quite stressed. You know your your recovery is going to be low. Your mood's low. Your HRV will be low, and you just won't you won't benefit from that. Your environment and your body will not benefit from that. So make sure you do recover. Okay, that's again number four. As you can tell, I've got a bit of a cold here as well. <laughs> this is not my normal voice, and yeah, just make sure you you do increase frequency, you do progressive overload, you do stick to the same program. Stop trying to do it all as well. You cannot do everything. Your body can only do so much and recover. Okay. I know it's very exciting to be able to do sit different movements. I know it's very exciting to want to be able to do it all. We always want what we don't have, that sort of thing. Like I know when I have a program, I always want to do what's not on there. I get it, okay? But just stick to it, trust the process, and you'll see the results. Some other stupid shit that I do see that really does piss me off, that does tie into the podcast title, What The Fitness, WTF, is people doing sideways leg presses. Straight away stop it, straight away. This puts the hip in such a vulnerable position. It doesn't target anything any more than a single leg leg press does in a standard position. Your hip and your lower back is at such a vulnerable position in this, It stop it. There's no evidence to cite that this remotely targets anything to do with the glutes a little more than usual. If anything, you're just going to look like a bit of a silly twat and probably injure yourself, okay? In terms of everything else that I see that people could stop, and it's, you know what, I don't blame them, I blame social media. I do, I blame social media. It's going to be the kickbacks on the Smith, on the Stairmaster. It's going to be the bloody backwards abductor, whichever. You see people like doing all the time. It's these things, they look sexy and shiny and new on Instagram and people, it's sad because people do look at that and they see an influencer with bloody strong glutes or big glutes or whatever and they think that's the way. That's how I'm going to get bigger glutes. But it's not, it's just absolutely not. But in a case of, in the case of getting stronger glutes, in the case of getting better glutes, try it, please. Just try A, increasing frequency. B, sticking to a program. C, progressive overload. Get stronger at their movements, okay? And do if you do struggle with technique on hip thrusts, because I know hip thrusts are a movement where people are quite afraid of setting up hip thrust in a correct position and executing the movement, okay? And again, if you are watching on YouTube, I will put an edit on after this episode on a hip thrust tutorial. If you're listening to on podcast, head over to the YouTube clip to the end of the podcast episode and see and watch the tutorial. It will help with just getting everything correct setup wise and making sure you are actually feeling your glutes as well. Some tips, let's just, again, talk about the hip thrust in general. The hip thrust is a movement which, again, people are scared to do. Some top tips with hip thrust straight off the bat that I can think of is, A, I always tell this to my, my clients, is keep the gaze looking forwards. So make sure you do stare directly ahead of where you are. 
not to ceiling. Chances are, if you're looking towards the ceiling, you are going to bend your back, you're going to put a lot of pressure on your back as well. B, think of your pelvis tilting and contracting. Okay, If you tilt your pelvis, chances are your glutes will contract, you'll get a better engagement in the glutes. And three, if you're feeling hip thrusts in your quads, that could signify that you're pushing away through your toes and you're through your feet, so you're rubbing on the floor as if to push away from you. Try and pull in towards yourself, just a teeny tiny bit. If you do it, if you're listening now and you, and you are in a gym or you are just doing anything at home, just try it. Just try literally getting in a hip thrust position. Try, again, for those who feel it in the quads, try and pull your heels towards you. If you want to try it, you can, again, get in a hip thrust position and you can try push your feet away, do it a few reps and you can feel your quadriceps in front of your legs. You can feel them getting a little bit involved. If you do it the other way and you know pull your heels towards you, you will feel your hamstring and your glutes getting fired up and contracting. You want to find the middle balance, okay? But that's, the, that's some tips I can, again, show you guys, but I will put the video on the YouTube at the end of it. Um, if you are listening to this on YouTube, this will be the end of the video. <laughs> okay, so for the YouTube, uh, for YouTube guys, see you soon. For the podcast listeners, thank you um, for tuning back in. This is going to be a brand new spin on things. So again, not a great one to start off because I've got a bit of a cold. <laughs> but again, it will be appreciated if you guys who do listen frequently do share on your stories. Um, I will repost them, I promise. And yeah, if you are new, then welcome to What The Fitness. This is going to be cool. All right. So if you guys listen, I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning back in. And again, I hope this, I hope it helps. If you do try hip thrust, if it does work for you, again, great. Let me know. Shoot me a DM saying thank you for the tips. Um, it'll make me smile. But yeah, thanks guys. And I'll see you soon.